It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome into Brewcast from Maze and Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. Here with you on Tuesday night, July 19th, headed into Wednesday, July 20th. And we are one week away from Big Ten Media Day's. Kicking off, and we're going to be talking a little bit about that, particularly who Michigan is sending to represent the Wolverines at Big Ten Media Days uh, from the player perspective, which uh, you might find a little bit interesting and uh, some intriguing takeaways to be had for sure. Scotty White joining me here this evening as he always does. Scotty, what's going on, man? How are we doing here this evening? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, some more football news starting to creep into the uh, into the feed this week. And like you said, one week from media day, um, we're just getting closer and closer to the season starting. Um, and I'm really starting to get excited for it. Uh, I actually was just watching. Uh, I was like driving home from the pool earlier. Uh, I wasn't the one driving, but I had the uh, Michigan Ohio State replay on BTN on my phone. Just uh, <laughs> really getting, in, getting ready for yeah man i'm i'm so ready for it for sure we are a short 46 days away from michigan hosting colorado state on september 3rd just 46 days away we're under that 50 day mark which which i feel like is always kind of a a bit of a milestone bit of a hurdle to get over man and it's it really is going to be here before we know it it is man i'm excited um, and I've got a question. Are you going to make the long trip from the UP down to Ann Arbor for a game this year? Uh, I, I'm thinking about it. So I was originally planning on going to that, that first one, you know, over Labor Day weekend. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, my fiance has got a, a work conflict, so we're not able to make it down because I actually I'm going to be calling a high school football game 
uh, the Thursday before downstate uh, in Alpena, I believe I'm going to be. And usually that's what I did last year. I was in Traverse City on the Thursday and then ended up driving down uh, and staying over the long weekend for the game against Western Michigan, went to the big house. But uh, we'll see if I'm able to make it down, man. It's it's my favorite place in the world, and I really hope I'm going to be able to make it down for one here this year. Yeah, dude, it's it's the best, and that would be a great time getting the uh, the Mays and Brew fellows together for a, a tailgate before the games. Yeah, exactly, man. It's going to be a heck of a home schedule here this year. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. Obviously, getting Penn State and Michigan State uh, at home, seeing some teams that you you don't generally get to see. I, I like you know like Colorado State coming to the big house in Hawaii coming to the big house. I find that rather interesting. I know Hawaii came to Michigan in 2016, Connecticut. Uh, they, I went, I went to the game where Michigan played UConn. It was Denard's first start his sophomore oh, yeah. year, the, the opening game there when UConn came to the big house. I haven't seen Colorado state. Like, I, I just find it interesting. Like I know, you know, Michigan is going to be heavy favorites in those games, but I, I think it's cool to, to play, you know, kind of these, different schools rather than you know and I'm okay with a western Michigan or or a central Michigan or an eastern Michigan or something like that because it's a local thing but but it's kind of cool to see these different teams that you really don't ever get to see you know you see them once every 10 years or so uh be able to come to the big house and you get to go see see that team you know yeah no it's definitely exciting um cool for the guys like on Colorado State and Hawaii too who aren't gonna be able Mm -hmm. to play in front of the biggest crowds and they get to come to such an iconic stadium so it's really a win-win for everybody yeah it it really is man and I I can't wait September 3rd man it's gonna be great uh and then the next week I know the next week would be the one to go to man night game against Hawaii like uh, honestly man uh I'm a big fan I've always been kind of a fan of of their uniforms and I think those things are gonna pop under the lights at the big house man so that's gonna be a sweet game to go to like Michigan's probably gonna stomp them but I mean it's it's gonna be sweet you know I, I love the the different uniform contrast you know under the lights that you get yeah and I mean you simply can't beat a night game I mean I know a lot of people are kind of you know not liking that they wasted one on a team like Hawaii um, but either way, man, a night game in the big house, it's going to be a ton of fun. Exactly. And, and uh, honestly, man, I'd rather, I'd rather a night game for, for a game like that, like the Washington game last year, a, oh, a non-conference great. game. I, I don't know. I don't yet know how I feel about big 10 games at night at the big house. Cause it yeah. just doesn't, I don't know. It's a long day. You know, I, I like to get it out of the way. You should have a night yeah. game when it's when it's still nice out. Like September 10th, it's still going to be nice in Ann Arbor then. So you get to tailgate all day. You get to go in. It's still warm when you go to the game and it's still warm at kickoff. Like, like that adds to it. That's why, like, like if you go down to LSU, man, it's going to be hot no matter when they have a night game going down yeah. there. You know, I don't, I don't want to go to a night game where it's snowing out. Like, that doesn't sound right. that appealing to me. And, and I'd much rather have one of these early games where it's going to be 100 degrees if it's at noon, be under the lights where I'm actually right. comfortable. Right, absolutely. In that stadium when it's 90 degrees at noon, like, it's hard. Dude, and that that game against, against Western Northern last Illinois. year was yeah. so hot. It's great. It's tough to sit in there for that whole game. <laughs> it is, man. So, yeah, it, it, it's going to be great. And we're already getting there, man. Uh, just, what do we got, like, seven weeks, eight weeks uh, from now? So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic, man. Um, to finally get it, starting to feel like like I feel like we're yep. starting to get that turn once that it's second really, half of July comes. You know, yeah, it's really you you start to feel it. And we're really gonna start to feel it next week, you know, because July twenty sixth, one week from today, 
Going to be kicking off Big Ten Media Days happening at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Michigan now very fond of that place. R.I.P. to all the uh, the only time Michigan gets to indie jokes. So R.I.P. Yeah. to that. Uh, last Thank time, God. last time Michigan uh, was in Indy, it worked out uh, quite well for them. Yes, it uh, very very pleased that I won't have to see those jokes on Twitter anymore. Um, finally can put a rest to all that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, and, and like we're here to chat about, we do know who the four players will be representing Michigan. We've got Mozzie Smith, DJ Turner, Cade McNamara and Eric all. What did you think about all that? Well, obviously, uh, the the one that stood out to everyone on social media was, uh, Cade McNamara, but I don't think it's, it's ultimately that big of a deal. Like I, I, you know, you, you see it, I don't know how serious people are being with it because you can't really tell, uh, especially in today's age, man, it's like some of the stuff that would you would have known was satire like 15 years ago. You're just not sure anymore because right. uh, the the brain rot is unbelievable right now. Um, yeah. But look, man, sending Cade McNamara number one uh, does not mean that Jim Harbaugh is automatically making him the starter week one. There is going to be a quarterback battle all throughout training camp. We know that about Jim Harbaugh. You know he he is going to battle these guys. Uh, he's battled. Every single quarterback that's come through has had to earn his spot. Probably uh, the one that, you know, I, I guess Shea, Shea and Jake Rudock probably are the two, at least in their first year, that didn't have too much trouble uh, winning the yeah. job. But I honestly think, like, we'll get into it at some point, but no matter what, they're going to start the guy that helps them win games here this year. But for Cade McNamara... This is a no-brainer, man. He was yeah. one. Of, he was a major leader on last year's Big Ten championship team. A major yeah. leader. Like he does. He has leadership qualities. He, as of right now, is the face of a returning group that has aspirations to once again win the Big Ten championship. That doesn't mean that JJ cannot beat him out. But sending Cade McNamara is an absolute no-brainer, and it would it would have been. Utterly shocking if Cade McNamara was not representing Michigan at Big Ten Media Days. Luke, I'm so happy that we seem to see see eye to eye on all of these things because when I go on Twitter, I sometimes feel like I'm crazy because everyone's freaking out about these things. Like, I wasn't surprised at all. Like, he's the returning quarterback of the team that won the Big Ten last year. I also would have been very surprised. And no, I really don't think that that means – I personally think that he's probably going to start the first drive against Colorado state, but I don't think that him going to big 10 media days is signifying that at all. I mean, he's just the returning quarterback on the big 10 championship team. Like it makes sense that he's going to go represent the team at big 10 media days. This August camp is going to be a hell of a quarterback battle. I mean, JJ wasn't throwing for a while. Like he hasn't even had that much time to throw yet. And that whole month of August leading up to that first game is going to be the heat of the battle. Like it hasn't even gotten going yet. Right. Exactly. We haven't even seen the start of the battle yet, man. Right. Uh, so, so, 
No, I, I'm 100% with you. Plus, Cade was was a face last year, man. He pretty yeah. much went to every post-game press conference. We heard from him after games, being interviewed. You know, obviously, Aiden Hutchins, or Aiden Hutchinson, excuse me, was, you know, the, the big face. That's the one everyone knew. But if you go back and you watch, like, the post-game interviews, whether it be still on the field or in the press room afterwards, Cade McNamara is always around, always, yeah. you know, answering these questions. So, number one, He's a returning face that most people are going to recognize coming into this year. Number two, he's got a lot of media training. Like, that is exactly the type of guy you want to be sending to an event like this. Yeah, definitely, dude. He was always great on the podium, um, gives great quotes. Um, so, yeah, I personally was not um, surprised by the Cade McNamara pick at all. In fact, that was the one that seemed the most obvious to me. Yeah, honestly, uh, it's more intriguing. The, the other guys are more intriguing, right? Who who yeah. does who does this coaching staff? This is what I went into. Cade McNamara was an absolute no-brainer for me. It was yeah. who's going to be the other guys? Because you go back to last year, you had Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Ross, Hassan Haskins. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's those guys turned out to be pretty large pieces and big-time leaders on that team last year. That's who the coaching staff identified as the guys that were going to ultimately now in hindsight lead that team to a Big Ten championship. And you remember some of the things that they were saying in Indianapolis last year. You know, you even had the the Jim Harbaugh, we're going to do it or we're going to die trying against Ohio State. And, you know, Aiden Hutchinson and and, and Hassan Askins talking about going and wanting to beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten Championship. And those were the guys that ultimately led and put the team on their back throughout the year uh, to, to be able to do it. Now the question was going to be uh, losing those guys. Who does this coaching staff think has that mentality to run it back here this year? Mozzie Smith, man, I, I love that because, you know, Mozzie, he was a big-time five-star recruit. Uh, he played pretty well last year. But, you know, Chris Hinton got a, got a lot of the spotlight on the interior defensive line. But, you, you know, that that's a lot of faith to be sending Mozzie Smith to this, and I think it's, it's yeah. a good sign of things to come. I agree. I mean, he's I think he's going to be the guy on the D-line this year. I mean, he started all 14 games last year, put up some really good numbers, and, you know, that was kind of his – you know, obviously the, the previous years he, he didn't have um, he didn't have as much playing time as he did last year. So it's kind of like a little coming out party for him last year. Um, but I think this year uh, I think I think he's going to be the guy on the defensive line. Um, and it's definitely good to see that they have that trust in him to, to have him be one of the faces of the program. Um, and yeah, like you said, I think that is a, a good sign. Um, and probably shows that he's he's doing a pretty good job so far being that guy on the defensive line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's what it speaks to me, right? Is yeah. that, you know, like he's he's leading this team in the offseason because there's there's a lot of guys you could go down the roster and you could probably make a case for, you know, that that have the potential to be, you know, experienced leaders on this team and for him to stand out to the coaching staff because that is coming into this year, I would say one of the the biggest question marks on this yeah. entire team is yeah. the is the interior defensive line and the depth there. You know, Definitely. so so for him to be standing out enough for the, the coaching staff to send him, I, I mean, you know, maybe I'm making a uh, mountain out of a molehill here, but I, I like, especially given last year, uh, the, the coaching staff saw something in those guys to, to send them to Big Ten Media Day. And I think, 
you know, them sending Mozzie and seeing that, uh, I, it, it's got me excited for the, the prospect because we know how great he can be. We know what his ceiling was when he came in. If he goes out and he puts it all together, he can be an incredible interior defensive lineman and a true disruptor uh, among that front seven. Oh, definitely. He's got, he's got a ton of promise. I'm, I'm expecting huge things from him. Um, and it's also similarly great to see DJ Turner being one of yes. those guys. Um, because, you know, we've seen in years past, um, the past defense, that secondary get burned when, when the, when the lights were the brightest. Um, so having one of those guys, um, you know, cornerback DJ Turner, you know, be one of those big leaders of the team, one of those guys that's going to represent the team leading that kind of position group. I think that that's really good and promising to see as well. No, I, I love it, man, um, because I, I think DJ Turner's kind of underrated here as yeah. well. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's yeah. he, he's one of those guys where he, he had seven pass deflections. He had an interception re- return for a touchdown, but he's going to be, I think, the guy man it, I, I've seen some you know some of those advanced stats I, I I don't put a ton of stock into PFF you know but it, you, you start coming out and you, you see things uh that they're saying in some of those advanced statistics you know quarterback rating allowed when targeted things like that like I don't just have a spreadsheet of that stuff I got to take their word for it but DJ Turner had a, had a fantastic season last year and he's ready to make that next leap yeah and and I mean, the past defense, when you play a team like Ohio State every year is your biggest rival at the end of the season, the past defense is one of the most crucial parts of the game. Um, and having guys like that, I mean, obviously we had Daxton Hill um, back as a safety last year, and he was just an incredible leader. Having another guy like that that can maybe come in and try to help fill that void um, is going to be really big this year. Yeah, absolutely. And then I, I am a little bit surprised, though. I, I don't know if, if you are. Um, it, we'll, we'll get to Eric all here in a sec. Some guys, uh, you know, I, I said you could make a case for. I'm a little surprised that there are no uh, offensive linemen, given the experience there, that, that are going to be headed to Indianapolis. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily anything. Could be just a, like, who do you choose out of that group? to send right. the Big Ten media days. like right. you, you might not want to single anyone out uh, right. amongst, uh, amongst that group there. But, uh, you, you know, a, a lot of guys that you, could, that you could have sent there, but these are the four, including Eric All. Um, you know, poised for a great season here. He, he pretty much, at the end of the day, man, he saved the Michigan season last year in Happy Valley. You know, like yeah. like it, yeah. it. That's just on a bum ankle too, man. That showed a lot of grit. That was the that was the Greg Jennings put the team on your back moment right there yeah. uh, for yeah, the season. Was. So uh, I, I'm I'm excited about Eric All as well. The the prospect to him is uh, through the roof here this year, man. So talented. Oh yeah, I'm I'm expecting him to have a monster year. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's tough because I mean you you I try not to look like too much into all of this. Yeah, what exactly this right. Because, I mean, you know, there's so many guys, like, returning guys that deserve to go. Like, I mean, there's Blairham. He's going to be a huge member of the offense. Um, you know, there's Ronnie Bell. Like, there's a, there's a ton of guys that, that are deserving to go. And like, oh, why not them? Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, there's only four guys going. Um, so, you know, just it's, yeah, there's a lot of people where I'm like, oh, yeah, he could have gone too. But, you know, you never know what's going into to Harbaugh's mind when he's choosing those kind of things. Yeah, I'm also intrigued as to what the message is going to be here this year because amongst all those guys last year, 
there was a, a concerted message, right? Like you, yeah. you could hear it that the it was it was Big Ten championship or bust. It was beat Ohio State or bust for those guys last year. Yeah. Now that you've made it to the mountaintop, you know, at least in the Big Ten, obviously they, they left a little bit out there in the college football playoff, but you made it, you accomplished the goals that you set out for yourself last year. And there was a very clear hurdle that you had to get through, and that was Ohio State, and you were able to clear it. But now that you're there and everyone is gunning for you now, you know, uh, Ohio State is the favorite, but I can't remember who it was, uh, the the – Penn State site talking about Penn State unseating Ohio State. Ohio yeah. State doesn't have a seat to be unseated. Michigan yeah. is sitting in that seat, and everyone is going to be giving you their best shot now. This is a position that Michigan hasn't been in since the 2004 season after winning the 2003 Big Ten Championship. So what is the message going to be from these guys? That is, for me... That is the most intriguing thing about Big Ten Media Days because I generally I, – I try not to get caught up in the hype machine anymore, you know, hmm. but and, – and I, I found myself a little bit, but not really believing it last year. Like, the message sounded different, but I was still like, until I see it, man, I'm not yeah. going to get – I'm not going to fall into that trap, but they went out and did it. So now I'm yeah. really – now I'm really intrigued to see what the messaging is going to be here next week in Indianapolis. Yeah, it's extremely intriguing for me too. Uh, like that corner was finally turned and it's now, I mean, the questions are going to be, okay, you finally do, you finally did it. You finally beat Ohio State, won the Big Ten. Now, how do you prevent from going backwards and getting into that same position? Um, and honestly, I'm pretty happy that everyone is still thinking Ohio State's the favorite, like they're still the team to beat because that's just another chip on the shoulder for Michigan. Um, and obviously, like we saw from last year, they can really perform well when they've got that chip on their shoulder. Um, but I really think that like there's so many guys, for example, Cade, he was the one that was saying this team is different. He was saying that all year long mm -hmm. in those post-game press conferences. Um, and I just think that having that kind of leadership back, um, I think that I, I don't think that that team is satisfied. Um, I know they, they know that they left it. They left something out there in the college football playoff and they know that there's more that they can win. And I really think that, that's going to kind of be their message. Like, yeah, we beat Ohio state. We won the big 10, but at the end of the day, that's not our ultimate goal. Like we're coming for a national championship and anything less than that, this year is going to be a disappointment. Um, and I kind of think that that's the mentality that, that they're going to have and the kind of messages that they're going to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. Like being on this side, like all these off seasons in the past, we've been seeing <laughs> Michigan, you know, they're the huge underdog. They can't beat Ohio state. And finally, it's going to be a different kind of thing, and we're, and we're going to get some some new messages. So it is exciting. Yeah, it's it, it was always when is Michigan finally going to beat Ohio State? When is it going to happen? When are they going to finally win a Big Ten championship? Those questions are all answered, and we've been asking them for so many years that it, it just felt routine. So yeah. now we are in completely uncharted waters here, Scotty. Like like for me as a fan, I, I want to hear like like what would it mean? You know, what is the hunger? What is the drive to stay perched at the mountaintop? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because last year, there was a very clear drive last year. They put the they put the 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 big signs up. What are you doing to beat Ohio State today? And yeah. it, it was a it was a completely different culture that was there last year. But when you're but when that culture is chasing something and chasing getting over that hump 
can you immediately flip it back to we want to stay here because you're not in the same position anymore. So that's incredibly intriguing. And and quite honestly, I would imagine for, for a lot of programs, that is probably the hardest part of clearing that hurdle of staying there, you know, because you can have one year where you go out and you do it, but how do you stay there? How has Ohio state been able to stay there in that culture? How has Alabama been able to stay there? Is Georgia going to be able to, stay there. Clemson has had staying power. How do you do it? Like this is uh, this is a big year for Michigan. I, I truly believe that, man. You know, I it's been awesome. If it doesn't happen, we'll always have the 2021 season, but this is the big year to solidify yourself as a staying program. You know, we we can get into recruiting. It's July, whatever. I I don't want to talk about that, but you got a window here with the amount of talent that you have on this team. I mean, you're going to have one of the best offensive lines in the country here this year. Couple of question marks on defense. You should be good at the quarterback position no matter what. This is the best wide receiver room that Jim Harbaugh has had. You lose Hassan Haskins, but man, Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, those guys are absolute weapons. Like, this is a monster, monster year. If you go and have a letdown, it might be another 19 years before you win a Big Ten championship again. Who knows? You know? Yeah. I mean, th- this is a this is a, a monster year. Even if you don't quite get it done, but you still have an ex- incredibly successful year, if you're 11-0 and going into Columbus and you fall just short, I think the momentum kind of stays and we're back to, okay, Michigan's got to get over the hump here, you, you know, the, the following year. Um, but if you go out and you lay a couple eggs, all of a sudden you're 9-3, and 8-4, and four, man, does that momentum go away quickly? Yeah, it does, man. And it, I mean, this is huge. If, if, if Michigan can, and it's going to be tough because I will not lie, Ohio State is loaded. Um, so it would be tough. But if they can get a second straight win against them, get back. Oh, my to God. Them, it's a program game. changer. I honestly believe that. It would be oh, a program yeah. changer completely. Oh, yeah. Momentum stays, momentum builds. The next year, you've got Ohio State at home again, just like totally increases the chances of getting a third straight win. I mean, it's, it, it really is huge. Um, and yeah, I mean, as you said, as a fan, I mean, dude, I don't, I literally do not even remember a time like feeling like this about Michigan football, because I mean, the one time Michigan beat Ohio state had a good season. I mean, I was in fifth grade. Like yeah. I barely remember that. <laughs> I don't remember winning a big 10 championship when I was three years old. Like this is truly the first time that I've experienced this. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it, it, I, I'm very excited to see the messaging, though the messaging ultimately means nothing, but it did last year. When you look back on it, it did give you kind of a foreshadowing as, as yeah. a way that Mich- Michigan was approaching the season because it wasn't – last year was the, the breath of fresh air where it, it wasn't a lot of the cliches, right? It wasn't yeah. coach talk. Like, you would have never heard Jim Harbaugh in the past – say we're going to beat Ohio State or we're going to die trying. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like it was a completely different set of messaging last year and and I'm hoping that they don't go back to using the clichés uh here this year. I I, I would hate to see that. I, I want them to be candid. I, I want to hear exactly what their thoughts are. You know, like we're at the mountaintop. No one still no one believes in us because Ohio State is a heavy favorite to win the Big 10, e- even potentially a national championship here. And they're saying, "Hey, we're a pretty, pretty damn talented football team ourselves. You know, I, I want to hear him yeah. talk about that. I, I want to hear him be open about it. Yeah, I hope to hear it too. Um, I mean, it's really incredible how all of these years leading up to last year, like you said, it was the same talk. There's no 
what are you doing today to beat Ohio State sign up at Schembechler Hall? There's no, we're going to beat Ohio State or, or die trying. And then right when they start to put that focus, the more focus, like, yeah, I get it that a coach is going to come out and say, oh, we prepare for each opponent the same. But you just can't do that with teams like Ohio State. Like, you prepare for Ohio State all year long. And when they finally started to have that mentality, they finally get that win. Yep. And it's, it's, it's just crazy how that all works out. Um, and, yeah, I, I hope that they're candid about it too um, and, and really say and keep this focus on Ohio State because that's what did the trick last year. Yeah, uh, by this time next week, uh, we'll see. I'm not sure if the players will have talked on that first day quite yet. Is It, it is a two-day thing. Uh, so we'll see. Looks like Jim Harbaugh is going to be talking uh, next week on day one in the 1230 to 1245 slot. Uh, I'm not sure when the players are going to be talking, if they're going to be talking uh, that day. I'd imagine they will be, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. Hope we can hope we can kind of break down exactly what they said uh, on next week's brewcast for sure. I do want to let you know. Um, I finally got my Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Uh, dude, it's remarkable. It, it yeah. really is. I finally got it. I didn't have it last week here on the show, but I was finally able to use it. Man, I don't know where this Nick Guard technology has been. But shout out to Manscaped for finally figuring it out. Like, it seems like a no-brainer. But, man, the lawnmower, that thing, dude, it, it, it is the, the smoothest, easiest thing that you could possibly ever use. Um, it's, dude, it, it, it's just, it's nick-proof. It's smooth. Cuts through it all real easy. You got to get the performance package 4.0. Not only did it just come with the lawnmower, it's got the uh, it's got the uh, nose and ear trimmer. That thing moves at like 900 RPMs. It's, it's crazy. Um, it, you, you got some uh, some toners and some deodorant in there. I just used my my travel case. I needed a new travel case. Bad. You get that as well. You got to get the performance package 4.0 for Manscaped. You are going to be thanking yourself. You and with our code here from Maze and Brew and Brewcast, twenty percent off and free shipping. Use the code MNB20 at Manscaped.com. Twenty percent off, free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code MNB20. Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with manscaped that's gonna about do it for us here on this week's brewcast show excited to be talking big 10 media days next week to see or or to hear what coach harbaugh and the boys have to say in indianapolis before we go scotty where can we find you on social media my man uh you guys can give me a follow on twitter at scotty white underscore um i guess i'll clarify i've never done this but scotty spelled with a y not like the dog ie uh so scotty white underscore on twitter always writing football stuff and we should have some good content coming from big 10 media days next week so you can find it all there you can find me on twitter at luke giardi l-u-k-e-g-h-i-a-r-d-i make sure to follow the uh, maze of brew twitter page as well like us on facebook subscribe rate Leave a review for our shows. We love to hear your feedback, and we definitely appreciate all of your support. We got some great shows coming up as we start to ramp up the hype season for football right around the corner, 46 days away from kickoff at the Big House. For my partner, Scotty White, I'm Luke Yardy. We'll see you next week on Brewcast.